Before tea is produced, of course it first has to be picked. A farmer can create different types of teas just based off how they pick the leaves and at what time. In this episode, we're going to visit a few tea fields around Japan to learn how different types of teas are picked and how it affects the finished tea. First, we're going to meet with Mr. Sakamoto in Shibushi, just in time for the tea harvest. Today is the day of handpicking and we are able to participate here. We even got uh, instruction here. So I'm gonna show you actually the most important part is uh, here. So um, you have like the, the upper parts of the leaf. So when we look uh, for example at this leaf, it's exactly constructed like this. You have the shin in the middle, then uh, you have the ichiome and the niome. So these are actually the three uh, top leaves of the plant which we need to pick. And here around five millimeters lower, we really have to pop the plant off. Ichiome and Niome, we go five millimeters down and it slightly popped. And then we have it here. And this is actually the highest part and the highest valuable part of the whole tea plant. So actually here we have a perfect example of uh, the hidden shin. So you see here actually this would look like that we have to take these three leaves but when you take this here away you see that the shin is really in the center here so we don't have to take the leaf here but actually we have to take it here and make the small pop to really get the three leaves out and these are the perfect ones. So, we learned uh, something very important today. So actually, when uh, we are looking at the tea leaves, for example, here we have a tea leaf, uh, which you could take away. It has actually the three leaves here, which you then harvest um, for uh, the best quality green tea. So this is the Chame Jin of Mr. Sakamoto. So this is really the highest quality tea. This you can take away here. Then he said he has also uh, Kukicha and Kukicha or Karigane, which is from the best um, Gyokuro. So he's producing Karigane. He actually uses the rest of the stem until here here so this part is then used so it's dried and used for the karigane so in the top you see this is used for the gyokuro and this is for the karigane and in the gyokuro he also has different qualities so he's taking the top uh, the top leaves off for the highest quality and you have a little bit of a lower quality where the teas are a little bit or the leaves are a little bit thicker so you can see this one is very soft and fine and here this one is a little bit thicker but still very good quality he's using for a little bit lower grade um, uh, gyokuro so actually with the same plant you can do top grade or high grade or premium grade gyokuro just using the different leaves and the stem from here to here for the kukicha or the karigane in the case of the gyokuro as karigane is a high grade kukicha. So actually 
we just took this away from the branch here. Correct. Yes. And uh, we can eat this, and that's how Mr. Sakamoto, with his experience, can judge if today's or this year's tea is of great quality or not. You only eat the shin? Just or eat. All of them? Okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he says this year's tea is really great. Oh, wow. Mm. Very, very sweet in the beginning and now a little hint of astringency. Mm. Very, very, very slight. In addition to making gyokuro and karagane, a farmer can also cut lower down on the tea plant to produce a tea called bancha. We headed off to the farm of Mr. Fujisako in Kumamoto to learn how he harvests this tea. So uh, for the bancha actually, um, he, he uses much more. So just uh, here, for example, here we have the top of the plant for his uh, highest grade tea, the bizaku, the, bizaku, uh, the tamariokucha bizaku, he uses this part here. So this is really the upper part. If he does bancha, so which is coming from the second or third harvest, it's actually this part of the plant down until here, which is used. So um, he uses as well the stem, uh, as he explained us for the bancha. And sometimes even you see that the, the leaves are much thicker. Here it's very fine. And here you have uh, thicker leaves which are then used also for the bancha. So bancha is actually um, a rougher tea, not as highly uh, selected as uh, the normal tea uh, or as his high-grade teas. And here you also use the thicker and uh, less high-quality leaves. Where you pick the tea is extremely important, but when you pick the tea is also an important factor. The first leaves picked in the early spring are used to make the highest quality teas like gyokuro, matcha, and sencha, whereas later harvested leaves are used to make cheaper teas. We met with a family in Yakushima, a small island in southern Japan, that harvests the tea plant in the fall, but actually doesn't make a tea from it at all. So you can really see that we are here in the Yakushima tea farm, Mr. Watanabe that it is an organic tea farm. Already there are plants growing all around uh, the tea plants here. Uh, we have seen some wild strawberries growing also close to the plant. And what the family really does to really lift this cycle of the nature is that in the end of the year, instead of harvesting the last crop, so the last um, harvest, which is called autumn harvest or akibancha as well, um, they use it to nourish the plant again, so these final crops, they give it back to nature to really close the circle of the year, to close the circle of nature, to also really have the best tasting tea and to give the best nourishment to the plants. Before you get too excited about growing your own tea plants and harvesting them, just be sure to know that it takes many years for a tea plant to reach maturity. So we are here at Mr. Sakamoto's tea field. I'm standing in front of a four-year-old Samidori tea field. And what is particular about the young tea plants especially is that, as you can see, that the plants seem to grow much more wild. So this is due to the fact that this plant is, is really picked for the first time now after four years old. So Mr. Sakamoto himself, he decides to do the first picking after four years. And you can really see that this plant is very different in height, in shape. So with the time, um, the plant will then become more dense. And then with the cutting of each year, 
um, the plant will look more this way. That's when after the harvest, when they cut the leaves just to bring the fresh new leaves for the next season up. And with the time, um, this plant there will also look like this one here. So as you can see, once a tea plant reaches maturity, it can be harvested all sorts of ways at different times to create the wide array of teas we see today. What's your favorite type of tea? Be sure to let us know in the comments below. Until then, we'll see you next time.